heart I follow your spirit you are my master you are my God I hear your heart I follow your spirit you are my master you are my God I hear your voice, I follow your spirit, you are my master, you are We hear your voice, we follow your spirit, you are our master, you are our Lord. We hear your voice, we follow your spirit. You are our master, you are our Lord. We hear your voice, we follow your spirit. You are You are our 
to sing the second verse but I will be grown what's the use of the sun if the earth can't feel the glow if it couldn't make flowers grow it wouldn't be a wonder it wouldn't be a miracle and what's the use of the sea if the waters didn't flow If it hid all of its life It wouldn't be a miracle I look right at you Let me tell you what you are You're a Alright, y'all 
time. I look right at you. Let me tell you what you are. Welcome to the Hope Universe, a live podcast with the catalyst of becoming and your destiny midwife, Dr. Hosea Tagara. Get ready for transformation, reformation, and destiny explosion until you become. Thanks for tuning in.
A wonderful evening to each and every one of you. I trust I find you well. If you are excited to be joining and tuning in tonight, let me see your excitement. Kindly share the link right now. Let me see. Let me see you share the link. Love, like, let there be fire in the hearts in the comment bar. Let there be fire, hearts. Let me see your hand if you are excited to be connected tonight. If you were here on yesterday, you know what to expect. If you were here yesterday, you know what to expect. Share the link, share the link, share the link. Share the link 12 times. Share the link 12 times. Share the link 12 times in different group, groups. Share the link 12 times in different groups that you are in, WhatsApp groups. DM somebody. Share it on your Facebook. Welcome to Hope Universe where we inspire the individual to impact a generation. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Let me see citizens of the hope universe getting excited about what God is getting ready to do in your life. Who is excited for what God is getting ready to do in their lives? Tonight is yet another night fantastic and awesome time in the presence of the lord fantastic and awesome time in the presence of the lord fantastic and awesome time in the presence of the lord it's good to see you maki evelyn let me see who is connected tonight. Let me see who is connected tonight. Let me see who is connected tonight. Angeline, how is the United Kingdom? Veronica, God bless you. Mervert, God bless you. How is Cairo? My name is God bless you. Awesome, awesome time tonight. Let me see hearts and fire. Let me see hearts and fire. Let me see hearts and fire if you are ready for tonight. Let me see hearts and fire. Kayla, you are blessed. Let me see hearts and fire. Let me see hearts and fire if you are fired up for tonight and your heart is in it. If you are fired up for tonight and your heart is in it, let me see hearts and fire. Hazel, God bless you. Praise God. Praise God. Pastor, wish God bless you. Valeria Pongolani. Let me see hearts and fire if your heart is in it and you're fired up for tonight. My good Lord. My God. My God. My God. Something is getting ready to explode tonight. 
that river can only get deeper the river can only get deeper the river can only get deeper the river can only get deeper tonight the river can only get deeper the river can only get deeper my god my god i i feel something is about to explode tonight Glory be to God 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 We are back at it again We are back at it again we are back at it again my elder it's good to see you talent God bless you we are back at it again we are back at it again we are back at it again my good lord so tonight we are back again we are back again with decent paul <laughs> decent paul oh this guy just messed us up yesterday he was in overdrive <laughs> who agrees with me who agrees with me that this man was in overdrive this man was in overdrive <laughs> who agrees with me that this man was in overdrive last night yeah that was quite another gear this is food for champions if you know you know this is food for champions put it in the comment bar say i'm a champion i'm a winner i'm a champion i'm a winner oh definitely you're not gonna live this life the same way you're logged in this is food for champions get ready to win in an extraordinary way this is the diet of champions this is the diet of champions the diet of greatness my god my god my god my god my god those who are joining us for the first time this is hope universe and i'm so excited that you are with us tonight this morning this afternoon whatever time zone it is that you are connecting with us whatever time zone it is that you are connecting with us oh yes oh yes oh yes oh yes oh yes so this is what we're going to do i'm gonna introduce to you my co-host and presenter tonight and speaker decent paul decent paul how are you doing my how are you doing my demand Shalom, Dad. How are you doing? Oh, I'm above the devil. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm above the devil. And um, I'm so looking forward to tonight. And yesterday was ballistic. You were not we forgiving. Are... <laughs> <laughs> Glory be to God. What are we looking forward to tonight? What can we look forward to tonight? 
tonight we are gonna receive Rema. We are gonna receive that push into our destiny, and definitely our eyes are going to be opened and enlightened. Definitely. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Yesterday we left it on a very, very corrosive note. <laughs> it was something. I'm sure some people had some good nightmares. You see, there's a truth that when you hear it, it causes you not to sleep. <laughs> there is a truth that once it hits your life, it makes you restless. Mm. makes you restless i believe that is the kind of substance that was coming through uh that was come coming through yesterday but mm. look uh today it can only get better today it can it can only get better so i would love us to take off from here all right mm -hmm. i would love us to take off from here we ended off talking about what 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 do you see would we we, we we were talk we were asking the question and we were deliberating on the power of vision in a vision the power of what you see and the yes. conversation that are for and the power of conversation and, and 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 so forth that was quite a deep place where we ended but tonight tonight i want us to look um um uh, we want to start on uh, from what, what what you touched about a bit in chapter number three um you 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 call you called it the anatomy of the mind okay the yes. anatomy of the mind um uh, what would you love to share with us within the context of pursuing destiny through purpose what are you talking about when you talk about the anatomy of the mind Thank you, Bishop. Um, it's an honor to always be on your podcast because we will always see fire in the conversation, fire everywhere, fire in the atmosphere. And as we speak, I believe that God is going to help us and he's going to push us into another dimension better than yesterday. So when I was talking about the anatomy of the mind in the, in the visions of my head, I had an understanding that there is a difference between what we call a brain and what we call a mind. A brain is that physical substance. The mind is one of the most sophisticated creations that God gave us as an athlete. It is so simple in its presentation, yet so complex in its operation. So I believe that each and every person who has made it in life has understood and has mastered the art of the mind. So in the meditations of my heart and in the meditations of my head, I was deciphering between the brain and the mind. So the brain is that physical coiling of semi-liquid and also solid substances that run inside our cranium, inside our skull, that helps us to execute and to send information to our bodies through the veins, through whatever that God used for us to, 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 to have locomotion. But then a deeper understanding came into me that the mind is that spiritual force that is behind the mechanism of the brain. 
this came by when I thought of people who have brain deaths or who have what, what is called in courts near-death experiences. They tell you that they've died at some point they were declared dead. And they went into a situation or into an atmosphere where they could see that they were no longer on earth. They were so conscious that they were no longer on earth, yet their brain was declared dead. So in that state and in that environment, they could see things and they could understand things. They could hear voices and they could see pictures. When they then come back to consciousness after being declared dead, what then surprises me or what then gave me an awakening is how then do they remember accurately the visions the visuals and the voices and whatever they saw in that dimension that was not on earth so in my mind i then started to understand that my mind is then spiritual and my brain is then physical so this then gave me understanding of if my mind is spiritual, that means my mind has more power than my brain. So if I can recall a, a, an event from another world, and then within a couple of time, within a couple of days, uh, God willing, by the doctors, I'm resuscitated, and my brain starts to decode from my mind the things that I saw in that world. That means my mind is more powerful than I thought, or than I was taught to be. So <clears throat> in my mind, I believe that there is more that we need to understand about the mind and how God made it. Wow. 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 This is this is mind blowing stuff already. And you know, you know where this takes me? This takes yeah. me to First Corinthians chapter number two, one of my most favorite chapters in the Bible. OK, mm -hmm. um, Shadi Selwans uh, uh, is a medical uh, expert out of Cairo. Wow. Egypt. He is wow. saying you are very close in your description, medically, wow. right? Uh, so, so, so here is here is where you took me. This took me exactly to First Corinthians chapter number two. Uh, uh -huh. If you read from verse number six down through eleven, Scripture says, "As it is written, there are things which no eye has seen, things which yeah. no ear has heard." They have never entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. Okay? Then it says, But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, even the deep things of God. But I love the part that says, Who can know the mind of a man except the spirit in a man? Mm, mm, mm. Mm. And who can know the mind of God or the thoughts mm. of God except the spirit of God? Mm. When you look at that scripture closely, it begins to show us something. That the mind, like you're rightly saying, is not the brain. Mm. But we, we, we see a, a, an analogy and an exposition of the anatomy of the mind there. That the mind is not the brain. In this sense, mm -hmm. the brain, like you rightfully put it, I agree with you that it is the physical part. Um, and the mind is, according to First Corinthians chapter number two, thank you, Naveen. Thank you, Naveen, for putting it up, for putting mm -hmm. it up. 
Mm-hmm. That's chapter number two, verse 11 of First Corinthians. For what man knoweth the things of a man, in other words, the mind of a man, or the thoughts of a man, except the spirit, spirit of, of that God. man. The spirit of no, no, no. The spirit of the man which is in him. Even yes. so, the thoughts of God or the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. So, to, to, to paraphrase this, what scripture is showing us is that the mind of a person is not in the brain. Mm-hmm. Okay? The mm-hmm. mind of a person is not in the brain. The mm-hmm. mind of a person is in the spirit of a person. Mm. That's deep. And the mind of God is not anywhere else but in the spirit of God. Why is this parallel important? Because remember Genesis 1, 26 and 2, 8, 2, 2, 8. God created man in his own image. So the anatomy of the mind of man, okay? The mm-hmm. anatomy of the mind of man is the same anatomy of the mind of God because man was created in the image of God. So the mind of man is in the spirit of that man. And the wow. mind of God is in the spirit of God. That's why you discover, wow. like you rightfully said, I would even take it further, not to a near-death experience, but to death itself. Mm. I'm sure we mm. have medical people here. If a person dies, right? If a person dies, death is the departure of the human spirit. That is the first level of death. The departure of the human spirit out of the human body. Mm-hmm. All right, that mm-hmm. is death. Spirit exits your human body, disconnects with your human body. They say, or we say, you are dead, right? But if a person dies and we open the scalp of that person, we are still going to see the brain. All right, mm. if mm. we open the scalp of a dead person, we will still see the brain. But the Bible says mm-hmm. the dead have no memory. Mm, yeah the dead have no memory why because when the spirit of a person departed out of the body it went with the mind (laughs) Mm. when Mm. your spirit departs from your body your spirit goes with the mind it leaves the brain but goes with the mind Mm. Mm. and this is a deep one this is a deep one because um, I wouldn't want to take it deeper because I want us to follow your vein a little bit more. But I'm tempted to share on this. I'm tempted to share on this please, please. because please, please. the second part of that verse says, in the same manner, who can know the mind of God except the Spirit of God? In other words, the mind of God is in the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And herein mm-hmm. is the power of the infilling of the Holy Ghost and the mystery of godliness. Mm. That mm. The, uh, before I explain this, you might need to understand whose mind are we talking about when we talk about the mind of God. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, 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 you might want to take a moment and pause and think, what is the scale of intelligent, intelligence and the scope mm. of genius <laughs> that is in the mm. mind of God? Before, before I, I, I unpack what I'm about to pack, it's important for you to mm. stop and think. Now, the mind of God is the mind of the all-knowing God. The mind of God is the mind of the all-knowing God. And guess what? That mind is said to be in the spirit of God. 
It is fully contained in the Spirit of God. And guess what? This is the same Holy Spirit that God pours into a believer when he believes or she believes. That is deep. That means when you receive the Holy Spirit, you have a, an unfathomable phenomena happen to your life. Mm. Wherein the mind of God that knows everything is then released or downloaded into your spirit to become part of your mind. That's why believers mm. cannot afford to be foolish. <laughs> mm. You see, being mm. filled with the Holy Ghost is not supposed to be evidenced. <laughs> Is not just supposed to be evidenced by just being mystical, but by supernatural mm. intelligence. Why? Because the mind of God is just wow. in you. I just thought I should just touch on that. I don't want to. Uh, that is. That is. Uh, uh, you, you can come on in. You can come on in right there and take it up. That is deep. I I, I don't know what to say. You've like you've. I, I, this exegesis is too deep dead <laughs> the mind of god is in the spirit yes mm. now let's talk about this one let's talk about this you, you you you're still talking about the mind because many people get defeated by let's circumstances in life because of the mindset they choose to develop right and um yes and 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 this is what you say, and I quote, every problem comes to pass. It does not come to yes. stay. Yes. How does this pan out? Can you put this then in the context of how people think? What is the, why is it very important for people to understand um, problems versus solutions in the context of destiny? Right. Thank you for asking that. I, I believe um that every problem we can categorize it as a crisis and i believe that you can be in a crisis but god's voice is never in a crisis right so i believe that in the storm and in the problem there is always that sense of god inside every problem but i want to first decipher the problem to a person right I, I categorize a problem as a storm. Right. I, I once said this before uh, talking to a friend that can, can, with the technology that we have and with the intellect that we have now and we, we have developed, can we cure a storm and can we stop a storm from coming? Certainly we can't. A storm will always come, but the, what we can only do is to manage the storm. So we can detect the space of the storm, we can detect its movement, but we cannot stop it from coming. Right. That means a storm is always a current and a wave that is unstoppable. So I categorize a storm and a problem as one. Every problem comes to you to pass. And I, I, I would want to deposit a thought into people's minds today that problems seem to be more intelligent than people. They accurately discern solutions before people consciously get awakened to that reality. 
until you realize the solution in you to quench the problem, it seemingly lingers around you and draws your attention to focus on the unrevealed solution wrapped in the problem. So what I'm saying is a problem, when it comes, it comes as an assignment and with an assignment. Mm-hmm. And as it comes, we say problems come to you because problems have locomotion. Problems move. Mm-hmm. So if they are moving, that means they are moving to a destination. If they are moving to a destination and I'm in that way and I'm in that pathway to its destination, it will definitely move and pass. What I then need to do is why is the problem coming to me? Mm-hmm. Is it recognized a solution inside of me? I believe that God in his totality and in his creation and in the vein of his creation, he created everything complete. Mm-hmm. And I believe that before he created a problem, he created a solution first. Right. So every problem gravitates towards a solution. But the problem is with the person carrying the solution. Mm. Because the first that the first port of call of the of the person carrying the solution is to complain and to find self-pity and not to decipher the signal from the noise. Mm. So I believe that every problem comes because there is a solution pulling it to the problem, pulling it that side. And when it comes and you discover the solution inside the problem, it passes and moves away. There is no problem that stays in a place for 20 years. It comes and it goes. So I I, I try to categorize a problem with a storm. That every storm comes, you cannot stop a storm, but you can only find a way to manage a storm. And in that storm coming towards you, Mm -hmm. there comes then the relation of you building a boat because in that same storm some people are floating and some people are moving from one destination to the other some people need that that ferocious wind to move to, to another place but some people get crumbled in that wind wow 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 now i i like the analogy of a storm as you look at problems as storms because there's no storm that's 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 stationary storms are in motion so uh, could it be then that one of the things that we need to learn in navigating tempestuous times times of crisis and Mm. storms not only Mm. do we need to run not only do we need to fight uh, Mm -hmm. not only do Mm -hmm. we need to run not only do we need to mm-hmm. fight sometimes all we need to do is to be able to be still because the storm mm. is on its way it's coming Very to pass sometimes all we Very need to do is just to be still to be patient mm-hmm. and patience in itself becomes a form of warfare Uh, Mm -hmm. patience in itself Mm -hmm. becomes a form of warfare your victory being your ability to outlive and out survive your crisis wow some of you what you need as a victory is not exhaustion as a sign that you have fought so much you might just need to survive survival in itself is a form of incredible victory is a form of incredible mm. victory. So I thought, as you were speaking, 
this might be very important and that reminds me of a scripture be still and know mm. that i'm god mm. i will be exalted mm. among the nations so there is a knowing that is in stillness there is revelation that comes in stillness there is awareness mm. that comes when we patiently wait and not be quick to be freaked out i don't know if this makes sense mm. i don't know if this makes sense mm. to somebody yeah then secondly there's something that you said that i i, I hope many everyone heard this you you then begin to say before god create allows a problem to come in his foreknowledge there is only there is already a solution for the problem okay so therefore if god allows the problem to mm. come my mm. way my attitude is not supposed to be of fear and freaking out because before the problem even mm. originated the solution was already destined in you wow yeah so 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 i think that's that's a powerful perception right there that's a powerful perception right that before the mm. problem mm. started mm. originated wherever it's coming from before it even came your way to get to you god did already put a solution in you you know what scripture uh, comes to mind the scripture that comes to my mind is no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to men besides that god will not let you be tempted beyond your strength so in other words mm. before god allows it to come your way a storm a challenge god already ascertained your strength if you were short of it he already makes provision for the strength mm. you require even before the temptation comes mm. 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 that's right that's first corinthians 10 13. okay so 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 that's what it is people need to have the right perception about problems you know and your perception and your attitude in crisis decides how you come out of it actually mm. you will discover something uh, minister mr d i've discovered something interesting i took a flight um a, a, a few days after the first democratic elections in congo i took i jumped onto a boeing from uh, arari international airport to lubumbashi um it was still mm -hmm. a volatile time in 2006 around about that time 2006 mm -hmm. and uh, but as i jumped onto that flight what shocked me was we were just less than i think we were just about four or so black people of color in that flight the entire boeing was pegged with white people all right mm -hmm. and as i began to mm -hmm. look and observe and think i began to discover something very very interesting i began to discover something very very interesting that you see mm -hmm. many of us this is what we do we are attracted to calm we are attracted to peace wow. wow and in times of peace it's very expensive to create value and to make the most of opportunities because there's a lot of competition but you see in times of crisis it's easy to make what i call cheap money 
That's why you discover mm. that during times of war and crisis, a lot of people rise so quickly to the top. While everybody's mm. running into hiding, other people are rising. In one of my books called Heavenly Treasures, Power Thoughts to Enrich Your Life, this is what I say. When everything seems aground, that is time to cover ground. For the road to flowering Yay. has no traffic congestion. When everything <laughs> is aground, that is the time to cover ground. Because the highway to greatness has no traffic jams. Everybody is in hiding. <laughs> now that's deep. yeah now that's yeah 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 now that's let's talk about problems and gifting minister D. let's talk about problems and giftedness right um i i believe that in in the vein of of problems and gifting as we are continuing with the subject I believe that if a problem comes to a person, definitely there is something cocooned. There is a gifting cocooned in that person, some way, somehow. There is no need for the devil to waste amari on something that is not worth a fight. So I believe that the devil, as he is a master perceiver, a master perceiver of creation because he's been on earth for a lot, a long time. He perceives gifting and he perceives calling. That then takes me to the birth of Jesus. Mm -hmm. When Jesus was born, the devil made sure that he used the king to look for the newborn baby right. so that he could kill the gift inside the baby before the baby could realize the purpose of his becoming on earth. Right. So I believe that every problem, first of all, descends a gift in a man. Right. And when a problem descends a gift in a man, the problem comes to purify and perfect the gift. Wow. So I believe wow. that perfection is endorsed in uncomfortability through a problem. So a problem is a medium to purify and to, to genuinify a gifting inside a man. So I believe that each and every problem that comes and each and every crisis that comes, there is always something good. There is a statement that I said earlier that inside every crisis, you have the ability to decipher and listen to the signals and not the noise. Mm. The noise is the pain and the hardships that is portrayed at face value. But cocooned inside the problem comes a lifetime solution and opportunity through your gift. Mm. So every problem that comes to you, there is something inside of you that has pulled that problem to you. And until you discover that thing that the problem has come to discover, helping you through, you will never, you will never get out of that problem. So a problem is there in you and for you and against you for you to discover what is in you so that it purifies and it perfects that thing in you and you execute it so that the problem goes. Mm. Scripture says that nature is anxiously waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. Right. In my mind, the sons of God are solutions to problems. Mm. So if nature 
is in bondage of a problem. The Son of God is coming as light inside darkness. Mm. And we know that light was born out of darkness. Mm. And darkness cannot overpower light. Right. So we believe that we are a remedy to every manifestation of the earth that is in crisis. All right. Now, this is deep. This is deep. This is deep. This is deep. I want us to touch on something that I believe is very key, you know, uh, yes. to us walking into our destiny. The yes. understanding of what time is and how we can effectively utilize it um, in our pursuit of our God-given purpose and the destiny that God has ordained for us. Ecclesiastes chapter number three okay. says, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. What is time? What role does it play in the life of an individual? And why is it important mm. as we pursue mm. destiny? Would you want to touch on that? L let, me, let me brush through that. Um... In my book, the first statement that I write under the, the chapter Time and Chance, I say that success is not emotional. Mm -hmm. It does not come to the one who needs it, but it comes to the one who fights for it. Right. So I, I believe that success is time-bound. Come on. But I also believe that we need to understand and to define what time really is. Right. So in my mind and in the school of thought, I believe that time cannot be given a, a solid definition because time is inexhaustible. Mm -hmm. we, be, we understand that time is a beginning and time is an end. Mm -hmm. uh, everlasting is a beginning and everlasting is no ending. Eternity is no beginning and eternity is no ending. So we are in the realm of time because there is a beginning and there is an end. Right. right. So I believe that as inexhaustible as time is when we now describe, when we now talking about purpose, I believe that time is an event mm -hmm. because if there is no event that we can attach our time to, there is no relevance to our day-to-day -day life according to time. The reason why we we remember 2018 is because there was the World Cup that was played in 2018. Mm -hmm. If we do not remind, if we do not remember it in the confines of the World Cup, then that period that the World Cup was played in, there is nothing that we can really acclimatize time to. So I believe that time is an event that you slot it through that corridor. So each and each 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 and every event that we calibrate in this period that we call time. Because I, I, I believe that we, if we say, what time is it when we say it's two o'clock, we are limiting the essence of time mm. because that is just a measure of a portal. Mm. But when we then say that in 2018, there was a World Cup, we can now vividly remember time because there is an event that we can acclimatize it. Mm. So I believe that time can also be an idea. Because an idea can also be an event. Right. This podcast, memory, we can attach it to time. 
So mm. when we then remember that at 10 o'clock on the 12th of April, we were in a podcast talking about the Hope Universe, uh, in a Hope Universe, talking about Purpose Week. We can literally remember time through an event. So an event qualifies time because time cannot be defined in singularity. Mm. That's what I believe. If you are to open a solar company, that is time in a form of an idea. I, I, I was just fascinated uh, uh, thinking about this phrase that says time is money, mm-hmm. right? So if we say time is money, what do we really need? Mm-hmm. Because money can be in different forms. Mm-hmm. Money can be in, in the form of honesty. Mm-hmm. Money can be hidden in honesty. Mm-hmm. Money can be hidden in honor. Money can be hidden in punctuality. So when we are saying time is money, have you ever noticed that there are some people who work at a company for 30, 50 years, they are old madalas who are there for 30, 50 years, they have no degree, they have no art. But according to the owner, their value is money in the sense that they know how to talk to the owner of the company. So when the owner of the company is talking to, the, is talking to that person, he senses a level of honor inside of that person. And to him, he translates it as money. Right. So I believe that time cannot be fully distinguished in singularity, but we can attach time to an idea. And each and every event that we create in life, any person can invest in that idea and make it worthwhile. So I believe that as we are on earth, whether we are there for 45 years, for 50 years, how many events have you created that touch a lot of lives for you to be remembered in your time? Mm, so mm, what mm. then becomes the reason for our living is to outlive time right so how do we right. then outlive time by creating ideas and events that attach themselves to people's souls wow 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 that's my representation wow amazing amazing stuff anybody enjoying this session today anybody enjoying this session anybody enjoying this session anybody enjoying this session now you know, this, this is what I would love to add in that vein. One of the things that I've discovered is that many people are concerned about what becomes of their life at the end of the age, at the end of their existence, mm. right? Mm. We, 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 we are concerned. And some of us, even before we get to destiny, even before we get to destiny, um, mm. many people have attributed a lot of interesting stuff to why and what happens in their lives. But I think the question of time becomes very, very important if we are going to, uh, to be the, the fullness of what we are supposed to become. You know? Mm. Consider mm. this. We are talking about Bridging the gap between who you are and who you're supposed to be. Yes. And finding your, getting to your destiny through purpose. Ecclesiastes chapter number three, like I said, says to everything, there is a season. Okay. So as long as, as long as a thing is a thing, it is a season. In other words, it has got a beginning, it has an end. That's true. And a time to every purpose. 
if the purpose of God is the will of God and the intent of God and the original idea that God had for a thing or a person um, before the conception of that person, that means mm. our existence has a purpose, right? And that purpose has to be accomplished in time. Thank you, Naveen. Mm -hmm. That purpose has to be accomplished in time. All right? Mm -hmm. I want to build this slowly, but I will say it briefly. Okay? So, yes. Yeah. Many people, what I've discovered is that they look for people to blame for what has not happened in their lifetime. Okay. If you're, mm. but they do not also hold themselves accountable to how they manage their time. Mm. How you manage, behave, operate in your time decides what is going to be known of your life. Because life on earth is measured in time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. always say, normally on people's birthdays, there is a very now popular and common phrase I always say. I say, blessed born day to you. More life mm -hmm. to your years. And more years that is, to your life. That is, that is deep. You know, at the end of this age, it's not about the number of years you live, but mm -hmm. the amount of life in your years. <laughs> mm -hmm. What do I mean by mm -hmm. the amount of life in your years? Like you rightfully said, what events and impactful things have happened in your lifetime? So mm. there are people who can live a short lifespan in terms of age but their one year is more than 50 years of other people mm. what do i mean what they are able to achieve and accomplish and the impact they are able to make in one year it takes some other people 50 years to be able to make that impact mm. 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 so my mm. encouragement mm. to you today it's good to see uh, 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 Honorable Hamauswa, Member of Parliament in the Government of Zimbabwe. God bless you. Mm. So, 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 um, it's not about the number of years you live, but the amount of life and the impact and influence that you have been able to have in your lifetime. Let me give you a biblical illustration that it's not about the years of your life, but the life in your years. There is a man called Methuselah, mm -hmm. <laughs> Methuselah, Minister D. Methuselah, mm -hmm. he lived mm -hmm. how many years? A thousand years. <laughs> but nothing yes. is known. Nothing is known for all these hundreds of nothing. years that he lived. Nothing. Jesus, I'm not saying he did nothing, but nothing is known. That is the fact. No, nothing. Jesus lived only 33 and a half years. Mm. And at 33 and a half years, he had the boldness to say, it is finished. I'm done. I have mm. no reason to remain under heaven because my purpose is achieved. We were not born to die. 
we were born to fulfill the purpose of God in our lives. And when the purpose mm. of God for our lives is fulfilled, we have no reason to live. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's and until true. you That's have fulfilled true. the purpose of God for your life, you have a basis to negotiate against premature death. This is the reason why, you see, I love this revelation when you, when you read the scriptures concerning this man called Simeon. The Bible says, Minister mm -hmm. D, it was revealed to him by the Holy Ghost that he was not going to die until he had seen the Lord's Christ. Which wow. means the purpose of his existence was not fulfilled what until his eyes had seen Jesus. So he mm. dwelt in the temple. We don't know how old he was. But I will tell mm. you one thing. It doesn't matter how old he was going to become. He was not going to die. It doesn't matter how sick he was going to be. He was not going to die until the purpose of his existence was fulfilled. Many of us die premature deaths because we have no revelation of the purpose of God upon our lives. Mm. We don't know the reason for our existence. David, in the same vein, he says, I shall not die, but live but and leave. declare the works of the Lord. So it was the revelation of some works of God David was supposed to, de to, to declare that gave him a reason and a basis to deny premature death. Mm. So it's wow. very important for people to pray for a revelation of purpose and to be aligned to God's <laughs> destiny for their lives because that is the reason for your existence. And even in regard to warfare and prayer, that gives you a powerful basis to be able to wage war. Can we say can we say that death in a way discerns if you're conscious of your purpose? I love that. I love that. Or if you are not conscious of your purpose. Because it seems as if that them that live in purpose, it seems as if they defile death until they are empty. Absolutely. I've, re I've realized that the most richest place on earth is the grave because many people have died with potential. But many people, very few people have died empty. I, I, I respect Dr. Miles Monroe. I believe that he had exhausted himself and he had poured himself empty. There is a statement that I wrote on Facebook and I said that a thousand years from now, when the dust in our bones withers away and our facial demeanor becomes an extinct memory, only our names will remain living on our behalf. What will our names be remembered for apart from the years that we have lived? How many lives would we have given meaning and flavor? That's powerful. That is powerful right there. Mm. So you are right in saying so, that um, the level of your consciousness, as much as your purpose is concerned, gives you power over de mm -hmm. death. Actually, in my book, The Purpose Powered mm. People, I actually state this categorically, that purpose is wow. stronger than death. Wow. Purpose is stronger than death. When you know the purpose of God for your life, you can negotiate and postpone your mm. you can postpone your funeral. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You can postpone mm. your funeral. Mm. So um that is quite profound there. But 
the last thing I wanted to drop before I hand over to you in regard to time um, is then uh, triggered by the scripture in Ecclesiastes that says the battle is not to the strong. The rest is not to mm. the swift. Neither mm. is bread to men of understanding. But time mm. and chance happen to them all. I call these destiny equalizers. T mm. Time and chance. You might have been born unfortunate, but time and chance mm. affords you a destiny equalizer. If you are able to cooperate and master leveraging these two things, time and chance, you will win battles that people did not expect you to win. When you are an time underdog, you will win. If you master time mm. and chance, you will win races which you were unlikely going to win. When you master time and chance, mm. you will have bread even when people were saying you are not as educated. Let me break it down for you. Mm. Mm. I'll break it down for you. Come on. How do you prepare for your time and chance? All right. How do you prepare for your time and your chance? Number one, mm -hmm. you prepare for your time. Mm -hmm. You prepare for time. Okay. By planning. It's as simple as that. Mm. You know that your day has got 24 hours, 12 day hours, 12 evening hours. Mm -hmm. If you don't plan for your day, you are not going to be able to make the most out of that day. And those who plan their days make the most of their days. So you prepare for time by planning. Okay? So yes. plan for your day. Plan for your week. Plan your month. I'm not saying let your plan be cast in concrete. But at least have a plan that you can possibly give flexibility to alter and to change based on how valuable are the developments that happen in the day. But at least have a plan. Mm. You plan, mm. you, 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 you maximize your chance by fine-tuning your gifting. By preparation. Mm. All right? Mm. Life might not afford you many chances. But if you get one chance, how prepared are you to maximize it? Wow. 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 So, I, I want to keep it as simple. Plan for your time. Prepare for your chance. Simple. That's Plan your time. Prepare for your chance. Plan your time, prepare for your chance. How do you prepare for your chance? Hone in and sharpen your skills. Is there anything that you can do to become the best that you can be at what you do? Prepare mm. for your chance. One chance. <laughs> oh my God. 
one chance mm. sometimes you don't need a lifetime of favor you need a moment of favor but mm. in your mm. in your mm. moment of favor you need to have prepared for your chance so mm. this is very very important if you're going to realize the fullness of the destiny of God for your life and walk in the fullness of it. Minister D, I'm going to hand over to you uh, in a moment. Um, you talk a lot about ignoring the, the noise. You made mention of that again today. All right. And in, uh, you talk about ignoring the noise. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and, and this is what you say, and I quote, if you can survive the presence of negative people, nothing can stop you. But you talk in detail about noise, right? About yes. overcoming the noise to be able to hear what matters and pick frequencies of destiny and that which God is saying to you. What is it that you're calling noise? What is it that you're calling noise? What is that noise? And how do you ignore it? Right. Yeah. Thank, thank you for that. Um, let, let me first by dropping this statement. Gossipers, critics, and backbiters are marketers who work for you without a salary. They advertise your name and expertise for free to an audience that you may never be able to reach. So, in my line of one of the biggest mistakes you can make in, in, in this journey of destiny is to pay attention to noise. Now, I'm trying to now describe what I mean by noise. Anything that distracts your focus from your purpose is a noise. Some people are noise that you need to ignore every time. I love scripture that says that looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our mm. I love the word looking and focus. Right. If if you've done a def if anyone in the in the podcast has done a defensive license, what they tell you is where your eyesight is is where the car is going to go. So eyesight triggers locomotion. And when it triggers locomotion, it triggers direction. I would also want to drop another statement here before I continue to explain about noise, that every environment that is out of line in your purpose or that is not in line with your faith will always work to bring out the worst in you unawares. So I believe that each and every thing that distracts you from the focus of your destiny is a noise that you cannot afford to entertain. Wow. Depression and self-doubt are toxic luxuries that you cannot afford in this limited time of chance, time and chance. So I believe that haters are people who also fight the giftedness in you. And every time they get a chance to distract you with words, they will use it so that you don't come to fruition. So I believe that noise is anything that pushes you away from the focus of focusing and looking at what you were intended to do. It might be a person. It might be a feeling. If it is a feeling, then treat it like a feeling. Ignore the feeling and move forward. 
So I believe that every noise is anything that just pushes your focus away. Because the key thing to your fruition, to, for you to get a result, is for you in fo to focus on what you want to achieve. Right, 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 right. And um, I was teaching a few, a week before last, actually, on focus and warfare. You know, focus yes. itself is a form of warfare. Nothing wow. has ever been achieved without focus. You know? Wow. And I have seen that um, when the enemy sees that you are focused and you are making progress, one of the ways he's going to fight you is to challenge your focus. And in life, mm. as you pursue destiny, you need to choose your battles carefully. Because mm. not every invitation to battle deserves your attention. Mm. Not every mm. warfare deserves your preparation of armor. Certain mm. warfares are not even worth winning. Certain battles are not even worth winning. Some battles, mm. you need to learn to ignore them. Because the intention of those battles is just to draw your attention from what you're doing. Because you can't be fighting and be building at the same time. The scripture, mm. I, I love the book of Nehemiah. Mm. As Nehemiah began to mm. build the walls, like you rightfully said, they started laughing and criticizing, uh, saying the walls they are building, even a, if a small little whatever climbs onto it, they are going to fall. And when they saw that the mockery and the ridicule is not stopping Nehemiah, and that these guys are making progress, you know what they then embarked on doing? They now came together and sent messengers to Nehemiah on the wall while he was building. They said, please come down here. Let us go into a village nearby and have a meeting with you. All they wanted mm. was to get him off the wall where he was building by a meeting. And I was okay. saying, not every invitation to a meeting is a God open door. Not every open door is a wow. God open door. Wow. Certain doors yeah. are distractions. Certain invitations are distractions. Certain doors are mouths of hell trying to swallow you out of your place of shining. And it's very important for people to be able to discern time wasters mm. huh? battles mm. i have seen certain people mm. bring out and empty their all their entire armory for a battle that is not reward for a distraction mm. for a distraction it's very important that as you pursue destiny you learn to define which battles are worthy my focus and which ones are not worthy my focus and and, mm, and, and mm. you spoke about critics. You know, you spoke about critics. You know, a critic is not looking for explanations and understanding. And you make wow. a huge mistake to try to explain yourself to a critic. Because a critic is not trying to wow. understand you. A critic is, is trying to vent their negative energy and toxicity against your life and what you're doing. And the best and wisest response to a critic is not to explain yourself. Ignore them. Mm. When you ignore a critic, you give them their best and perfect response. Mm. 
So it's very important that people will learn, that people will learn, like you rightfully said, to ignore the noise, to ignore the noise. You will be amazed at how much the energy we need to pursue purpose towards destiny is saved out by the negative opinions of people that we hear. Mm. And you need to understand that your purpose does not need public opinion and the vote mm. of the majority for it to come to pass. You and God are majority. Mm. You are enough. You and God are enough. You need to learn to believe in yourself. In fact, I always say, be the last person to doubt you. Mm. Be mm. the last mm. person to doubt you and be the first person to believe in you. That is be the last person to doubt you and be the first person to believe in you. So, mm. why is this very important? Because the flaw of purpose, your ability to flow, you know, your purpose is like a river. Mm? Your purpose mm -hmm. is like a river. Mm -hmm. The flow of your purpose is decided by the level of confidence and faith you have in God and in yourself. Mm. When you second mm. guess yourself, you compromise your flaw in your purpose and in your assignment. Believe in mm. yourself. Why should you believe in yourself? Because God believed in you. He so believed in you mm. that he had to take a portion of what he could have done all by himself. What he wanted done and he invested in you so that you can do for him and on his behalf in this earth what he wants to be done. That takes confidence. God believed in you before you believed in yourself. So, oh, so, yeah. so, so why should you doubt you? Oh, why yeah. should you even allow people's doubt to take you off course? God has already believed in you and he made you as you. So have confidence in yourself. Many people have discounted themselves on the counter of destiny mm. because mm. they believed a lie that was told about mm. them by the last exam that they wrote. <laughs> they believed a lie mm. that was told them by the last interview they went. Many, many people have discounted themselves, settled for less than God's best, because of what was said by a bitter ex that was walking out of their lives. Wow. You need to believe in yourself. Know wow. yourself before calamity strikes. <laughs> know yourself. Mm. Uh, yeah, don't get mm. me started. Know yourself mm. before the enemy defines you. Know yourself before problems surround you. Because when you do not know yourself enough, the enemy would try to define you by what you went through, by where you're coming from, by what you have failed to achieve. Even if you fail, that's not who you are. Failure does not define you. It's just an event. It's just a happening. It's never you. You are still a winner even if you have failed seven times. Ah, yeah, yeah. You are still a righteous man even if you have fallen seven times. You, 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 you don't understand this. You, 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 you know what the Bible says? A righteous man might fall seven times. 
but the Lord who raised mm. him up. In the seven fallings, there is no portion where God ceases to call him a righteous person. <laughs> he is mm. still a righteous mm. person when he's down the first time. He is still a righteous person when he's up the second time. He is still a righteous person when he's down the third time. Wow. He is still a righteous man when he's down the fourth time and the fifth time and the seventh time. Many of us have defined ourselves by the valleys that we found ourselves in. Mm. Know who you are. Never allow your circumstances to define who you are. Never allow your environment to define who you are. Ordinary people look for a conducive environment to be great. But champions and those that are destiny bound, they look for a conducive environment. If they don't find it, they don't say, good dream ended so early they look within mm. themselves they dig deep and they create out of within themselves what they could not find mm. on the outside of them mm. i want you to know mm. that you are a winner and you are a champion mm. know who you are mm. know mm. who you are and in all this discourse we were having concerning knowing yourself I, I'm, I'm sure yesterday we started actually on knowing yourself Minister D, mm -hmm. one of the most mm -hmm. powerful principles and truths that I believe as we teach about purpose and destiny and self-discovery, mm -hmm. I think we need to also emphasize that man was created in the image of God. Of God. Oh. Why is this very important? Because when you know that men or you were created in the image of God. You need to understand that everything that is created out of something reflects the nature, the qualities, and the potentialities of its source. There is no way you can be created in the image of God and you cannot demonstrate certain strengths that are in God. Mm. This is where knowing God becomes critical in the equation of your becoming. Mm. Because the climax and the apex of the person you are supposed to become is not a Hollywood star. The climax of who you are supposed to become is not the businessman appearing on Forbes magazine. The climax mm. of who God is calling you to become is the fullness of who he is. Even if you have 5 mm. billion, you have not attained the fullness of your potential. Because the earth is the Lord's mm. and its fullness. And all that dwell therein. And silver and gold belongs to God. There is no limit to human potential when you understand it in the context of who God is. And when you know mm. that you were created in the image of such a great God. Now, why are you supposed to know God? because if you were created in the image of God what this means therefore is a revelation of God gives you a revelation of who you are 
Wow. If you were created in the image of God, a revelation of who God is, what God can do, is not just a religious revelation. It's the revelation of your personal identity. Humanity can never know the fullness of its potential until we come to the place of a revelation of who God is and then remember in that moment that we are created in the image of God. No child was born walking. All of us here who are on this podcast, no one was born walking. But I will tell you, one of the secrets of your ability to walk, if not the major secret, was not a self-awareness that you have walking potential in the inside of you. No. You didn't just wake up and discover, I have potential to walk in the inside of me. No. You started seeing your parents walking, your brothers walking. And when you saw them walking, that inspired the potential to walk in the inside of you. You started trying to stand holding the cupboard and the couches and the walls in the house. A step at a time falling. And right now you can run. Why? Because what you saw in your adults, in your parents, invoked, provoked and stimulated potential in the inside of you. This is the mystery of human potential. When you see all that is in God, it is going to provoke what is in the inside of you. <laughs> mm. I hope this makes sense. Mm. I hope this is making sense to somebody. Mm. 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 Today I mm. pray for you that in all your knowing, you may know God. In all your knowing, you may know yourself. In all that you may know, good God. That's why Paul, after amazing accomplishments, mighty miracles, tremendous revelations, church planting in different places, impacted the city and the village. He still had this desire that I may know him. That I may know him. Why? Because there is no limit to the expression of human potential when humanity knows God. Men and women, men and brethren, if anything, we want to inspire your hearts towards a place where you will know God and know yourself. He who denies you an opportunity to know God sabotages your ability and your chance of knowing you. Mm. Your last remarks, Minister D, I would love us to pray with people today in a minute or so, in the, in the coming few minutes. What are your last remarks? What is it that is on your heart? Uh-huh, uh-huh. That was deep. That was deep. Um, I picked something when you were saying, Bishop, when you were giving the last last nuggets to your statements. You were saying, I caught something that in the moment of purpose, in the moment that you put yourself inside purpose, inside God's given plan for your life, uh-huh. You seem to be human and ordinary, right. but you wear a God kind of jacket that makes you immortal. So I, I believe that the moment we enter into purpose, you cannot enter into purpose before you know God. Mm. Because if God then reveals to you your purpose and your jurisdiction on earth, 
So in that knowledge and in that consciousness of what God has told you, and in you hearing his voice defining you through you, because he lives in us, you enter into a God kind of realm that preserves you from death and that makes you immortal mm. and that makes you supernatural, that makes you uncontestable. So I believe and I have so much faith that if we could get to know Jesus and the power of his resurrection, oh, come on. our becoming cannot be stopped by anything <laughs> or by anyone. Definitely, I've I've realized, Bishop, that in your execution of purpose, the moment you full you fully polish your purpose and you work on it, you once talked about polishing and working the best out of your purpose. Mm. Your weaknesses become non-existent in the ears of the audience that you minister to. Wow! Because when we are now looking at it, Isaiah fifty-three, clearly states that Jesus was ugly. <laughs> but in his glory and in his purpose, everyone wanted to be like Jesus. And as he resurrected from the dead, everyone now has a consciousness that Jesus is beautiful. Mm. But according to Isaiah 53, that people were shunning away from him, were closing their faces away from him, because there was no beauty that we would want to desire him. But after his finished work, and after fulfilling his purpose and destiny for three years, he became this glorified being because he was now in the God kind of elements. Wow. So in my mind, I believe that in the fruition and in the discovery of purpose, each and every weakness is limited and extinguished to the audience that you minister to. There are people who listen to your stammering lip, but they are not listening to that stammering lip. They are listening in their ears. God is converting them to listen to a fluent you whilst you are stammering. <laughs> oh my 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 you know the bible says in ecclesiastes i'm gonna give two scriptures and marry them and 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 let's hear what those scriptures will say to us uh-huh uh-huh, uh-huh. god has made everything beautiful in its time <laughs> Oh God. God has made everything beautiful in its what? Time. Let's do this together. God has made everything beautiful in his time. <laughs> so, God has made everything beautiful in his time. In his time. Now, I'll give you another one. To every thing, there is a time, there is a season, and a time mm. to every purpose. All right? Mm. So there is a time to every purpose. You got to get this mm. revelation now. It's about to come. There is a time mm. to every purpose. And God purpose. has made everything beautiful in its time. Let's go again. There is a time to every purpose and god has made everything beautiful in his time <laughs> so when you look closely at these two scriptures time is connected to beauty and time is connected to purpose are you following me <laughs> time is connected god is supernaturally connected beauty to time 
and God is supernaturally mm. connected purpose to time. Now, here mm. is the conclusion. <laughs> here is the conclusion. When you step in your purpose, you step into the most attractive phase of your life. Mm. There mm. is a mm. beauty mm. that is in purpose. Mm. That Daniel Lemon and Light, Black or Pow cannot be able to make available to you. You see, pep Let's go. purpose makes you so beautiful. I wish I was talking to somebody here. Purpose mm. makes you so attractive. You might not be a gifted woman facially. <laughs> mm. You mm. might not be. Mm. A facially gifted woman, you know what I mean by facially? Your face is not as gifted. <laughs> but you see, if you excel in your purpose, people will ignore this whole funny thing that you are not beautiful. Some of you are heartbroken because you are tired now. You don't even know which range and which brand to adopt for your looks because you have tried all of them. You have tried all mm. beauty brands except one beauty brand called Peppers. When you put mm. on the purpose of God for your life, oh, I feel like preaching. When you put on the brand called the purpose of God on your face, uh, I'm telling you, you'll be amazed who will be attracted to you. You'll be amazed whose attention you draw. There is some of you, if I'm a prophesy, in this season, you are stepping into the center of God's purpose for your life. And watch the kind of people that you're going to begin to attract. The purpose of God mm. attracts the right people in your life. And I prophesy mm. in this season, may God cause you to find alignment, to find the center of gravity for the purpose of God for your life. And as you locate the center of God in your purpose, as you locate the center, the center of God's purpose for your life, I prophesy, the wealthy shall be attracted to you. The educated shall be attracted to you. The influential shall be attracted to you. The anointed shall be attracted to you. The wise shall be attracted to you. Those with properties will be attracted to you. Those in government will be attracted to you. International people will be attracted to you. Multicultural, multiracial interconnections are coming in for you. I'm talking about promotions beyond your education will be attracted to you. Why? Because you are moving at the center of God's purpose for your life for many years you have been in the peripheral in the peripheral zones of your purpose you were entering into purpose and exiting i am uh, entering and exiting you were entering and exiting but in this season god is causing you to find your spot find your shining spot i hear the lord say arise and shine for your light has come the glory of the lord is risen upon you I want you to know that when you find the center of God's purpose for your life, age ceases to matter, gender ceases to matter, class creed ceases to matter, your color ceases to matter, your paternity ceases to matter, your height, your stature, your complexion ceases to matter. It becomes all about the purpose of God as you glide into the destiny that God has ordained for you. 
I'm so excited about your future. Go ahead and tell them to buy strong sunglasses because you are about to shine. They are going to need those sunglasses to take a glance at you. I see you shining and shining and shining and shining. And as your light shines, don't dim it to accommodate their blindness. Keep on shining. Keep on shining. The light of God is risen upon you. May the face of the Lord shine upon your life. Glory be to God. Pastor, Minister D, I need you to pray for people here. I need you to pray for people here and bless somebody. Glory be to God. There's such a strong anointing on the platform tonight. There's such a strong anointing. I need you to release a blessing. Glory be to God. Leronte ebar akoshe kahakiba de dejo onsa kakate igabada Leronte zabrade ejonzo braste iga kantos kaakta igabakus retushela ande bresel akrusta alefralekos ta alakrafelo ofelelo relevelio rantushela brasanta in the name of Jesus. Father, we release destinies tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus. As we have encountered your glory in this podcast, Father, we release a shining of our countenances. Father, we release a change in our countenances to the situations that we face. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Father, we provoke a blessing and angelic visitation in our lives. Father, we open portals, O oh God, of resources and ideas of the night. Father, we decree and declare, O oh God, events of the Spirit of God. Father, portals that no man can close in the mighty name of the Lord. Father, we divine protection on that earthen vessel that is inside of them. Father, we decree and declare that their destinies are kept safe and they are, are going to come to fruition in the jurisdictive time. Father, we speak that beauty, the beauty of fruition in their destinies is going to blind each and every critic and each and every gossiper in their lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus, that kings will come to their rising mm. and they shall declare that this is the hand of the Lord in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus? Father, right now, in each and every orator in this place, oh God, as you touch the, the mouth of Jeremiah and you inserted words in their mouth, Father, we speak that platforms, oh God, are going to be opened up for each and every person who is gifted with speech, each and every person who is gifted with counseling. Father, I speak that their mouth shall be used to the glory and the reconciliation of the kingdom of God. Father, we speak and we declare that there shall be kingdom finances in each and every person in this podcast. Father, we decree and declare that we are prophetic seeds that will never die unfulfilled. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wow, wow, wow. Now I'll tell you something that happened, people. When, when you started praying, Minister D. I hope you realize what yes. happened. You begin to pray in tongues. Mm. Those were not devotional mm. tongues, but they were very prophetic tongues. Mm. And you begin mm. to pray in prophetic tongues. And as I was uh, mm. about to stop you to interpret them, then you switched into the vernacular. And then you started mm. interpreting every tongue that you spoke. Mm. Your mm. prayer in mm. English was a direct mm. prophetic declaration 
which was an interpretation of the tongues you were praying over God's people. We give God praise. Praise the name of Jesus. And this is what I hear the Lord say over his people. Nations are coming to your light. Nations are coming to your light. Nations are coming to your light. And kings to the brightness of your rising. Nations are coming to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Meribeth, receive the, the gift of interpretation in the name of Jesus. Meribeth, receive the gift of interpretation of tongues in Jesus' mighty name. I declare an impartation of this grace and gift upon your life in the name of Jesus. May the anointing of Daniel come upon you to interpret the writing on the wall. In the name of Jesus, the wisdom of God that turns divine revelation into policy and political policy. In Jesus' mighty name, I declare grace in Jesus' mighty name. Le abaya. In Jesus' mighty name. Father, bless your people tonight. Thank you for what you have done. I rebuke the spirit of infirmity in Jesus' mighty name over your family. In Jesus' mighty name, I cancel every scheduled disaster. And every harm in Jesus' mighty name. A thousand might fall at your side. Ten thousand on your right hand side. But it shall not come near you. You shall not. You shall only observe with your eyes. I bless you in Jesus' mighty name. I declare heavenly backup in every earthly pursuit and engagement. I speak divine speed. May your hands be anointed to catch what you are pursuing. To receive what you never received before. In Jesus mighty name. Thank you Father God. In Jesus mighty name. Thank you Father God. In Jesus mighty name. Thank you Father God for what you're doing. Guys God bless you. I trust that this podcast has been a blessing to you. God richly, richly bless you. Praise the name of Jesus. If you have not followed the Hope Universe. I want you to hit that host icon. And follow Hope Universe, so that when we go live, you are able to get a notification. Praise the name of Jesus. So what we will do, like we did yesterday, in a, in the within the next 15 minutes or so, I will publish this particular podcast and make it available to you on the channel. All right? And make it available to you on this channel. There is a lot of powerful resource on this channel. Spend time around it. Listen to these messages again and again. And let them change and transform your life. Minister D, God bless you so much uh, for such a powerful and a tremendous uh, release and download. That's powerful. That's powerful. So we, 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 we definitely got to finish this up tomorrow. Um, we, we definitely got to finish this up tomorrow. But this has been incredible. This has been tremendous. Praise God. This has been incredible. This has been tremendous. Anybody who has been blessed today? Who has been blessed today? Who says, I have been tremendously blessed? My God, 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 my God. Who says, I have been tremendously blessed? Praise the name of Jesus. My God, my God, my God. Who says this is powerful stuff? These are places to hang around, you know. These are places to hang around. And this is... Not a waste of two hours. It's 
investment. Mm. This is investment. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Miss Piri, God bless you. I see you behind your husband's phone. Praise God. <laughs> oh, my eyes are opening up to see what I'm not supposed to see now. Praise God. Glory be to God. This has been awesome. This has been awesome. This has been awesome. I bless you. I bless you, Miss Piri. You are lifted. You are blessed. This is your season. It's your time to shine. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I bless you, Evelyn. In Jesus' mighty name. I declare you are blessed and you are lifted. In the name of Jesus. Betty, I bless you. In the name of Jesus. I declare you are blessed. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Lindy, where God bless you. Shadi, God bless you. Veronica, you are lifted. God bless you for your giving. Praise God. And all of you who are partnering with us and supporting us in what we are doing, God richly bless you. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the name of Jesus. If you are in Arare, please do join. We have a vibrant work that has started at Courtney Hotel, Beam of Hope Church, Harare, Courtney Hotel, locate Courtney Hotel, um, Sunday, 11 o'clock. If you are in Harare, there is a vibrant, powerful uh, move of God happening in Harare. All those that are in Harare, Beam of Hope, Harare, at Courtney Hotel, please do join in there. Something powerful is happening there. Glory be to God. There is an up outbreak of revival in the city. Glory be to God. The devil will not know what hit him. Praise the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So guys, God richly bless you. Um, it's been awesome. I would love you to uh, find a way. I think we're going to have Minister D again uh, in the next few weeks. And um, we, 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 we want to hear more. We want to hear more. Um, praise the name of Jesus. So, Kona Eighth and Salu. Um, Kona Eighth and Salu, you be part of the movement. Be part of the movement. Something phenomenal is happening. Okay? Be part of the movement. Something phenomenal is happening. Otherwise, God richly, richly bless you. To those in Pretoria, do join us this weekend. It's going to be awesome. Number 84, Francis Bard. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, awesome time this Easter. God richly, richly bless you. Praise the name of Jesus. We trust this podcast has been profitable to your incredible journey. You are the next wonder on your way to happen somewhere. God bless you.
Exceeding, abundant, beyond 